This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences. This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about sex on our terms. We talk swinging, hot wifing, BDSM, and so much more in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms. Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So our amazing sponsor is Cassidy.com. We want to give them a shout out like we do on every episode of Front Porch Swingers because they're amazing. And hey, did you know that Cassidy has communities on it? Yes, it does. Including our community, Front Porch Swingers, which is coming up on 2,000 members. Yeah. Communities on Cassidy are a great way to find out about things like new podcast episodes, new blogs, events, a new lifestyle-related companies that are popping up. There's so many ways to stay in touch and keep your finger on the pulse of the lifestyle using Cassidy.com. Plus, it's a great way to meet sexy new friends. Yes, it is. It's how we meet all of our friends. So if you're interested in really delving into what the lifestyle has to offer, you can head on over to frontporchswingers.com, our website, and clicking on the Cassidy banner. And guess what? You're going to get 30 free days by doing that. Yeah, jump on over, get the 30 free days, check us out, and join our community. Fuck yeah, yeah. Also, guys, we are less, what, I guess two months away? Two, Just about. Two and a half months away yeah. from the Underground Lifestyle Summit in Deadwood, South Dakota. Yes. This is a huge three-day lifestyle event that we are so excited to be attending, and we would love if you guys would join us as well. Not only are you going to have the typical themed nightly parties that you find at other lifestyle events, but they're going to have educational sessions, dinners, keynote speakers, entertainers, and a wide scope of sex-positive groups available. Yeah to speak to while there. So it's really an opportunity uh, to learn everything that you want to learn about the lifestyle while partying with some sexy friends. Not to mention is in Deadwood, which truly is has been for hundreds of years rich with saloons and brothels and just naughty <laughs> shit just yeah. in general so <laughs> yeah. totally looking forward to getting over there and checking that out absolutely you've never been to deadwood and i'm so excited no, to go with you me too. so if you want to join us you should you can go to energy underground slash summit we'll have that in our show notes for you you can see all of the information for yourself and if you end up booking use our promo code which is fps 2020 to receive 10 percent off of your book Yeah, jump on over. Come on out to Deadwood with us. It should be a fucking blast. Come see us in the Black Hills. Yeah. So excited. Also, Patreon. Yes, we've got some amazing new members. We do. Hey, I want to just tell you guys, the Patreon community has been amazing. Not only is it a great way to support the podcast, if you love the podcast, we have some huge things planned for uh, the end of 20, second half of 2020 into 2021. And it will not be possible without our Patreon members. So if you love what you're hearing, if you appreciate us and our work, please consider heading on over there. But we also want to provide you with some amazing bonuses. Yeah. So you got to get over to us and join our Telegram group. Telegram, not Snapchat. You're going to get weekly bonus episodes of Front Porch Swingers. And when you're hearing this, we will have just put up, I will have just put up our first piece of Literotica on our Patreon account, specifically for our Patreon members. So you're going to get a lot of bonuses and you can join the fun by heading to patreon.com. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And as Brian mentioned, we had so many people jump on board. 
that we wanted to give a very big thank you and shout out to Willem, Corey, Sneaky Engineer, Hayen, Cuz, and Dave. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope that you love all of your bonuses and uh, thanks for supporting the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Jump on that Telegram group. We have a great time chatting with our friends there. Yeah, that's probably my favorite part. For sure. So we have a lot to talk about today. We do. We did. We left out some stuff from uh, from last week after having been in Vegas because there's just so much really to talk about. Yeah. So last week, if you guys haven't les- listened yet, make sure you go back and check it out. We talked about a lot of things: the AVN Expo, the ANE, which is the Adult Novelty Expo, the toys. Yeah. While we were in Vegas, uh, we touched a little bit on erotica, which we'll talk yes. more about today. And we shared the sexy little story of me giving multiple blowjobs in one interview. <laughs> <laughs> yes, while I was being interviewed by Billy Presida of the Man Whore Podcast, which was a lot of fun. It was fun. I mean, the, the interview itself was great. And of course, that uh, blowjob for the bonus episode was even better. <laughs> for you? Yeah. <laughs> you enjoyed it was, that? It was a lot of fun. That's because you're naughty. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> But today we're going to talk more about our Vegas experience and uh, maybe tease some things that we have coming up because we have birthdays yes. coming very soon and both of us have plans for them yeah. that are... Not the norm. And not- Valentine's Day, not the norm for sure. <laughs> no, yeah. We have a lot of, of uh, naughtier shit coming up. So. Yeah. We have a very unique Valentine's Day dinner plan that I don't think most folks think about when they think of you know the romantic Valentine's Day typical shit i would say that is very fair yeah yes. probably not. <laughs> yeah. we don't do anything normal like we anytime it's our birthdays we're celebrating something else together our anniversary anything like that it's like we have to do something out of the norm yeah because we're not conventional people and no. i don't want us to ever be those people no it's conventional is a little bit too boring at this point so we we spice it up so we'll give you an example so for valentine's day we are actually going to a supper club, essentially. We're going to have a five-course meal, and there's going to be a drag show. Yeah, yeah. So we are super excited to go to that because, I mean, that's not the norm here. Yeah, most people want to be in, like, stuffy dining rooms, having expensive meals with, you know, fucking champagne, and then going home and not fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me buy you some roses from the fucking gas station on the way home and <laughs> pick you up, made a reservation at some fucking half-assed restaurant, so we'll sit across from each other, pretend to like each other on our for an hour. <laughs> Yeah, while we stare at our fucking phones. Instead, we're just going to go to a drag show and have a five-course meal, which is yes. in an amazing location. It's going to be so fucking nice. It's a really pretty place. I'm pumped. I yeah. think it's going to be just, like you said, totally out of the norm Yeah, and so much fun. Yes. And I think a fun, upbeat drag show is a good energy to lead into sure. sexy shit yeah. on Valentine's Day. Think about it. When you go to like a restaurant and you eat and sit there and just eat and drink and there's nothing else going on... That doesn't lead to like a sexy night. That's not romantic. No, well, you're also you're going to be surrounded by other people who are fucking miserable to be there for the most part. <laughs> you know, it's and like there's no energy in that room. Yeah. You know, it doesn't, there's no spark there. They just can't wait to get the fuck out of there. So we're not doing that. No, fuck no. We're going to a drag show. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're going. <laughs> going to have some drinks at the drag show. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's our kind of idea of uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. I dig it. Happy Valentine's Day to us. Yeah. And then your birthday is next weekend, which is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll talk about that very soon because I think there will be some debauchery going on I'm for that particular certain. event. Fairly certain there will be. So uh, we'll uh, keep you up to date on that, guys. Yeah, for sure. So single guy tip of the week? Yeah. <laughs> We've had an interesting experience uh, over the last, I don't know, week or two now with some single gentlemen, one in particular. And I must say, 
when we talk about how single guys should be interacting with couples and you know when when it comes to just basic boundaries and basic decorum you know that kind of thing we we really we kind of hammer that home and we talked about that in our vetting single guys process in our seminar that we held during ASN which we'll talk about also but erotica erotica so it never really ceases to amaze me when guys just they continue to jump they don't even step over they jump over these boundaries and they make such rudimentary mistakes. So someone has been reaching out to you very consistently. Yes. So consistently that it's actually gotten my attention because I'm getting alerts, you know, on my email from it. Every time we get a message from him, it sends an email it, to you letting him, you know because right. you're the one that your email's attached to this right. account. So you're getting emailed on this particular platform from this guy and it is fucking relentless. Relentless. So you literally stopped responding at one point just to see if the messages would stop. 9, 10, 11 messages yep. with no response. He's sending you multiple, multiple messages. And even after you are not responding, he's still continuing this non-existent conversation and really saying some off-the-wall shit. Yes. Right? So listen, guys. And I don't think he means anything. I don't think he's intentionally being malicious. No, here's the thing. I think this is a guy who is very inexperienced in the lifestyle. He's not being disrespectful. He's not saying, you know, come suck my throbbing cock. He's not shooting out random dick pics. It's nothing like that. What it is instead is a constant stream of communication with the assumption that my first priority should be responding to his message. And when he doesn't, he just sends another message with another question and another message with another thought. And it's like, it's so fucking overwhelming. He's literally communicating or attempting to communicate with you more than you and I communicate digitally. Yeah. It's really fucking strange. So listen, guys, you're not doing yourselves any favors by really being that aggressive and that, quite frankly, that eager and thirsty. You got to back off. Take your foot off the gas. If you're not getting a response after the first or maybe second message you've sent, a couple of things are taking place. Either the person you're trying to reach is busy and they'll get to you when they can, or something has happened within the midst of that conversation that has completely kind of turned them off and their non-responsiveness to you should be an indicator. You need to take a break. You know, you need to slow down and take a step back. I would also say you need to adjust your expectations as a, I'm assuming, as a newer single guy to the lifestyle. I don't think he truly understands what is appropriate communication. I think that he sees this as, because I would assume as a single guy, if you haven't been in the lifestyle before, the only real point of comparison that you have is when you're dating someone, right? Like you're starting to communicate with someone with the expectation of, potentially dating them down the road. And this is a very different dynamic than that. You're not number one priority. You're not going to be the first thing that I think about when I wake up in the morning and I message you right away. That's not what this is. And so you have to have proper expectations. And I would also say you need to ask, hey, what is okay as far as communication goes? Do you feel comfortable with me messaging you several times a day? I'm going to tell you no. I don't have the time for that. You've got as a single guy, particularly in this lifestyle, playing this game, You've got to have a real, you have, have, you have to have a handle on your self-awareness. Yes. You have to understand that you are not necessarily the priority. Not that you're not important in the overall scheme of things. You're a person, you're a human. So you are, you know, obviously you matter. But when it comes to the communicative piece, you've got to slow down. If you're not getting the response from 
the first, the second, the third. I mean, you cannot continue to behave that way. You're just going to chase people off. And here's the thing. You mentioned it. It's like when guys are trying to uh, court, let's say, a single gal in in, uh, the, the vanilla world. So you and I are out last night at one of our favorite hangouts. We sit at the bar, always at the bar. There's a single guy or a guy by himself sitting to my right. You're to my left. And when his friends left, they were sitting to his right. As soon as they left, instantly I could see, I could feel him looking at us, mm-hmm. okay? And he's a guy that was probably about my age, maybe a drop older. He was clearly a regular. The bartenders knew him by name. So right away, the very first chance that he had to engage me in conversation, he tried to do that. Now, you and I are sitting very close together. My arm is around you. We're cuddled up. We're watching the ESPN. We're having a drink. We're eating dinner. And it's like, look, man, you're not even aware, self-aware enough to realize that we're a couple together on a date. You don't know the extent of our relationship, but we're clearly engaged with one another. Do you really want to interject yourself into that? And while I was very polite and, and answered his question, I also didn't continue the conversation, which should have been an indicator. We're really not interested in having this conversation with you. We're into each other right now. Right. And that's our body language always reads that when we're out, particularly in a, in a situation like that. And this is not unlike that. It's like, dude, you're not getting a response. Well, there's a reason. So take a step back, yeah. wait for a response. And if you don't get one, politely just back yourself out of the conversation. Read the room. Yeah, and that's yeah. it. Read the room. And if you're not and if you're not in a proverbial room, read the situation. You haven't <laughs> gotten a response. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gotten a response in 24 fucking messages. Listen, man, uh this isn't happening. Yeah. You know, it's like you've you it's like you're that guy that's coming for Christmas and you stay 3 weeks. You've overstayed your welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's over now. It's exactly you know? what it's like. Yeah, it's time to go, Uncle George, whatever your name is. Yeah. You know, it's time to bail, you know? <laughs> what was funny is I did finally tell him like, "Hey, I'm not interested continuing this communication i don't think we're a good fit yeah thanks anyway and he sent me once again four back to back to back messages it's like you just don't fucking get it no and and it's unfortunate because there is a potentiality that this is a guy because of where we live that we will actually run into him at an event and it's going to be awkward for him not for us it's going to be awkward for him (laughs) right because in person he's lacking so much self-awareness maybe not maybe but in person this conversation is going to look really different you know and i don't want to have to hurt somebody's feelings so it's like look man just just take the cues yeah you know be aware take the cues and like you said if you're a single person everyone in the lifestyle at some point started out as a single person in the vanilla world if you didn't behave this way in that world you can't behave this way in our world right that doesn't work and if you Even are more so in and our if you world. yeah for sure and if you are that person you need to take some stock in that this is not for you yes you know so uh, that's you know my single guy tip of the week after that long drawn out answer is be aware do not be so eager that you're off-putting. You send a message, maybe you send a second one, and if you haven't gotten a response, you just wait your turn. And that's it. it just don't continue down that path. It's not It's not a good look for you. True you know? story. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's hope that doesn't continue to happen. Oh God. If I have to block him in this group, I'm going to feel really bad. I don't want to have to do that. Because it's not like on a site. It's in like a group. Yeah, and we do, <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's so awkward. We do not want to have to do that. We genuinely want to cultivate relationships with all types of people in the lifestyle, whether we are with your people that we're playing with or not, or that's even part of the conversation. It doesn't matter. We want to have those kind of that communicative piece with you and want to get to know you just as a person. We don't have to be interested in play. Right. But when that kind of thing is in the forefront, you know, it's suspect. So right away, I can't trust your judgment. Yes. You know, and it's just, it's off-putting. Agreed. Yeah. So anyway, don't do that. 
Don't do that. Don't do that. Also, you got a really interesting message on Instagram. This is not a single guy tip of the week worthy uh, mention. It's just one of those things that's fucking obvious. Like you send, like your first message is three random dick pics. And then you. No, no, here's what it is. This is too good. So he sends me, hey, if you're ever in this city, I would love to play. We're nowhere near that city. Right. He sends three dick pics, none of which were even fucking good. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. And then his response after. So my response to him is a place of education and trying to empathize with him. Hey, this may be a new space for you. For us, I don't want you to send random dick pics because then you take away my consent of whether or not I want to see your dick pics. You took away my power and I don't appreciate that. So going forward, you may want to consider that. His response. Yeah, the best. Hey, bitch. <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. It's so funny. Hey, bitch, you should be so lucky to see my dick. What the fuck's the problem? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, first of all, <laughs> as if there aren't a plethora of dick pics for you to choose from. Like, this is the last dick pic you're ever going to get. Yeah. Like, come on, man. <laughs> I it's, should be so lucky. Yeah, it's so fucking... It, listen, as much as we try desperately to educate the single guys that is absolutely the ones that reach out to us and ask the questions. We had a great single guy at our seminar in Vegas. He came to both seminars, just a super guy. You know, he really got it. You know, he's the opposite of the dick pic guy. Right. You know, but if you're a dick pic guy, you just, just stop it. There's no helping you. No, just stop it. If your go-to, if your, if your default is to send not one, not two, but three initial dick pics, just stop what you're doing. You should not be able to use social media. Yes. You shouldn't be, you, there should be a rule. And don't ever call a woman a bitch. I fucking hate when guys call women bitches. Yeah, like, so, like yeah. really, first of all, is that the best you can come up with? Like, how fucking unoriginal if you're going to try to degrade me? Right. Come up with something better than bitch. But it's second so of all, who the fuck raised you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, it's just, yeah, raised by wolves. Some fucking crazy <laughs> shit. So, yeah, anyway, don't do that either if you're a single guy. I shouldn't even have to say that. That goes without saying. Yeah, just don't do that. I don't freebie. think anyone listening to our show would pull that kind of shit. I this is not. not a listener. No, yeah, no, he was not. Th- that's a freebie. Don't do that. <laughs> don't open with three random dick pics. Yes. Yeah, don't do that. So we have to talk about Vegas, second uh, p- Vegas part two, I should say. Yeah, Vegas was crazy. It was, there was so much, so much stuff going on. We couldn't possibly fit it into one episode. So what did we want to start with? Well, we attended the AVNs, as you mentioned, and the novelty show, which was a lot of fun. And we talked about that. And of course, I think we saw the the direction, the future of you know porn and camming and that kind of thing, which was kind of interesting. And then we had erotica. And at erotica were the, uh, the ASN awards, the, the inaugural ASN awards, and multiple evenings of just fun and frivolity. It was a good time. Yes. And we had the chance to meet some very cool people, not the least of which was Michael from ASN. We had not actually put, you know, gotten face to face until till Vegas. And it was really great to, to meet him and touch base with him. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, we had our Billy interlude. I did the, the interview with Billy where you were kind enough to get on your knees and suck both of our cocks simultaneously, which I thought was very nice of you. It was tough. Let me tell you. I know. I really had to work at it. Yeah. Hardwood floor, oh. bare knees, not easy. I get it. I totally get it. But uh, we did do a few other things. We had the opportunity to hold a couple of seminars. Yes. One was on vetting single men. Yes. And the other one was on handling jealousy in the lifestyle. And they were terrifically successful. 
They were I awesome. I enjoyed them very much. I loved the Vetting Single Guys one. Shout out to, once again, <laughs> Billy Presida, who joined yes. us, which was great. We wanted to have... Granted, he's not a single guy right now but he operates as one within the lifestyle he plays separately from his girlfriend and i thought it was awesome because he is he gets to experience both sides of it he does so he sets up things like gangbangs or you know encounters with women fantasy fulfillment kind of stuff yeah and so he's talking to a lot of these single guys and he sees the trash that we have to deal with to get to solid single guys yes he's also been on the other side where he's not necessarily always given the benefit of the doubt or treated with a high level of respect because people in the lifestyle view single guys as we lump them all in together they're all bullshit right and so it was really interesting hearing his perspective from both sides of that yeah bringing him he was kind enough to kind of help us out we asked him to assist us toward the end of the seminar because we wanted to get the perspective of a single guy as you said who has been on both sides of that spectrum and who has a really unique kind of you know perspective perspective on the whole lifestyle because he's very sex positive and he has an interesting kind of observation and it was really a lot of fun to have him there everyone seemed to really appreciate the fact that he was there actually one of the guests at the seminar is also a listener of Billy's show because she heard us interview him on our show way back when which was really kind of fun yeah that was great yeah and we did have a single guy in that group he actually came to the the, uh, seminar the following day as well for uh, handling jealousy but this is a guy who was in a relationship long term relationship it was an open relationship But now he is finding himself a single guy, wanting, of course, to remain in the lifestyle and be prevalent in the lifestyle. And to give you to give these folks some credit, because there was a single gal there as well, who was there by herself as this gentleman was by himself. She was immersing herself in the lifestyle, wanting to be in it. They went to every seminar, listened to everything everybody had to say, took the time to meet with us afterwards and and just kind of have just a normal conversation. And the single guy particularly, so it was really appreciated because he really genuinely cared about what everyone was saying. Yes. You know, he wanted to do this right. Absolutely. Not a lot of guys do. No. Not to that extent. Right. I was very impressed by that. And yeah, like you said, he went to almost every single seminar that was offered. I mean, we held two, but there were like... 15 seminars or something like that so the fact that he was invested in it to that degree it gave me a lot of hope for single guys in the lifestyle it's like there are some amazing ones out there that deserve to be taken seriously and we need to do a better job i think of as a lifestyle community of differentiating between the bullshit ones and the awesome ones yeah and he actually said when we were talking to him uh, later that night after that second seminar that he was pretty well received among everyone at the event because they realized Single guy, going to the seminars, asking questions, being polite, properly dressed, very well-groomed, well-spoken. He was just a solid guy. And everyone really appreciated the fact that he had taken the extra step. Absolutely. You know, that's a big deal. Kudos. Hopefully you're listening. You were not a listener before, but hopefully you are now. Yeah, hopefully you are now. (laughs) Uh, But we have have emailed a couple of times, obviously. So he's been uh, been in communication with us, but just a great guy. It was really appreciated that he was there. Handling jealousy was probably one of my favorite parts of Vegas, period. So we had a really good turnout for it. Yeah, well over 30 plus people. It was uh, probably right at 30 people. I don't think it was more than, but... Well, there was a few kind of stragglers in the back that came in a little later. So every bit of 30, 30 people. It was 
so cool because we really wanted it to be interactive and we opened it up for discussions multiple times and the way that people just shared things Mm -hmm. and were open and allowed themselves to be vulnerable in front of a bunch of fucking strangers like that was that electrified me it made me it was like renewed energy for me to do things that i care about in the lifestyle i don't want to speak for you but i left that seminar going like i want to do more to positively impact people because this was it was I can't even describe it. It was just so cool. Yeah, the truth is that particular seminar, while there was every bit of 30, it was it was at least 30 people, maybe more. I counted 30 at one point, and then there were some other folks that came in. Other than the two folks we just mentioned, everyone was a couple. There was Everyone was coupled up. And the age range in couples was everything from 20s to 60s, potentially maybe even older. The one couple that we were speaking to, was they were probably late 60s, early 70s. So it ran the gamut of age. And what was really interesting was how, as you said, open they were to really just sharing as we were asking questions and they were asking questions. All of a sudden, there were some guys in the room. I don't know if you noticed. There was a couple sitting off to the left. They were sitting by themselves on one of the couches. And you could tell he was a guy that was not super eager to share. Mm-hmm. Right, he his wife or his significant other. She was she was all sitting straight up and perky and looking and paying attention. He was kind of leaning back and, and and not really engaging too much. Right until we asked a particular question, and then he jumped right up. So even a guy like that who's probably not comfortable talking in front of large groups, based on where they were sitting and his posture, tells me he's not a guy that's going to jump up on stage and take center. You know, take center stage. Even he opened up. Yeah. And then there was the the younger couple that were, she was very open, uh, instantly open about their relationship and how she has a you know, tendency to be jealous. And I really found interesting when I asked the question in the room of all the guys, who here, like myself, does not doesn't experience have jealousy. any jealousy, does not experience this, you know, the emotion of jealousy and how many of them raised their hands and how interesting and different all of their reasons were. Yes. I found that really eye-opening. Oh, it was cool. I'm just throwing this out there. If you guys have a chance to go to a seminar, not just a lifestyle event, but if you're a lifestyle couple and you haven't had the chance to participate in some sort of a seminar like that, it's just, it's a whole different side of the lifestyle. It yeah. makes you feel connected to people in ways that you would never if you were just going to lifestyle events all the time. It, it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but the idea of going to, uh, quote unquote, a seminar at four o'clock on a Friday or Saturday when you're in Vegas, in Vegas. and you could be at the strip club or drinking or doing whatever, <laughs> it sounds crazy. But I, I think you get a lot out of it. The folks in that room certainly did. I mean, they were very complimentary and really very grateful for us doing it. And I got as much out of it, I'm sure as anyone in that room well i'm telling you like i said i left there with just this renewed energy of like fuck yes i want to press on i want to keep working hard i want to keep doing the new projects that we've been talking about working on our coaching services like fuck yes i was so excited about the whole thing yeah there were people in that room that definitely benefited from that conversation not just from what we had to share but what from other people in the room had to share and that's really what I'm, what i was getting at it, it doesn't sound super sexy to go to a seminar at 4 p.m on a saturday but if you do you're likely to come in in contact with people like you 
who can share something and maybe you'll learn something from them and experience something new or be able to help somebody else. It was really a, an interesting feeling. And, and oddly enough, that was the one seminar you and I were like, ah, is this really our wheelhouse? Do we really <laughs> want to, how deeply do we want to go? And we went really deep into the, the jealousy aspect of the lifestyle. Even though it's not something you and I really experienced very much, we took a kind of a different take on it, but we got pretty deep with it. And all of a sudden, all of these people just started sharing all of these emotions. It was really quite impressive. It was cool. It yeah, was pretty and, profound. And it was only supposed to be about an hour long. And we were we had gone about an hour and a half. And I don't think anybody even realized how long we were there. Yeah. You know, it was a lot of fun. It was great. Yes. I loved Vegas. Yeah, Vegas was fun. Vegas was also really fun because, like you said, we went to the ASN Lifestyle Magazine Awards. Yes. Which was great. It highlighted a lot of the different events and media resources and toys and all sorts of things geared towards the lifestyle, which... I think sometimes, especially for us living here, we forget how many opportunities there are for us as swingers. And it was really cool to see some of those highlighted. For sure. And our friends over at uh, the Crazy Truth podcast, Amanda and Cole, they won an award for their Crazy Winter Nights party. Yeah. Which was very Congrats, cool. guys. Yep. Very cool. Uh, they weren't able to attend. So you texted them right away. You actually, you you took a picture of the screen when their names popped up. Yeah. And shot it over to them. Immediately sent it. Yeah. Texted to them really quickly. Uh, uh, and they actually, I don't think, even responded till the next morning. It was later at night. And they were they were just blown away by it. They were so surprised. Yeah. Which I thought was great. That was cool. Yeah. Yes. And then we were fortunate enough, thanks to everyone that listens to this show, and in, in, in no small part to our patrons that voted for us every day, as they told us, we're voting every day, we're voting every yeah, day. Yeah, we had a couple that literally the husband and wife voted every single morning. Yep. Every day, twice a day. And so. so those folks that are out there that are that de- that were so dedicated to us and the show, we really truly appreciate it. We were fortunate enough to have won the award for sexiest media resource. Yeah, and uh, we were very very surprised. So much so that you and I actually didn't even start walking up to the stage <laughs> so because we thought there was a mistake. So what was so funny is they fucked up on the 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 PowerPoint. Yeah, and they were skipping ahead, and so we were like, oh, we came up, and it said. Brennan and Brian from Poor Swingers or whatever the fuck it said. I don't even remember because I yeah, so happened it was a nominee, fast. Like nominee, finalist and number or something. the lady sitting next to us bumps me and she goes, you guys just won. And I was like, no, no, no. I think we're just one of the nominees. And she's like, no, no, no. You just won. Yeah, because <laughs> the like, host is like looking right at us. <laughs> we had actually gotten the opportunity. We uh, presented the very first award. Yeah. And horribly. So, horribly. Terrible fucking job. We were fucking idiots. We are not going to be MCs anytime no, soon. Well, the microphone was, was jacked. And of course, they told us that there was going to be an envelope. There was no envelope. So anyway. Uh, we looked like total jackasses, but we were sitting right up front. So the host knew who we were and he's looking right at us like, you dumb fucks, get up here. This what is the what, fuck you are you doing? Award. <laughs> yeah. So we totally thought it was bullshit or somebody made a mistake. Uh, but they, uh, as it turns out, we won and we were fucking surprised and really just humbled by it. It was really quite amazing. We beat out some big names. Yeah. Some of the, the biggest names in our space. And to the, even just to be nominated was a big deal. I mean, I, we didn't expect even that. In fact, we didn't even know about it till somebody shot us a, a message on social media. It was like, hey, you guys are nominated for this. I was like, okay, great, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, but we had no idea we were going to win this thing. Yeah. yeah. So really, thank you to everyone who who was kind enough to take the time to vote for us. Yeah, I know. I mean, obviously, a lot of people did. So Yes, yes. Tr- yeah, a lot of people. Very surprising. Yeah. I was really surprised. 
and as I said, humbled. Uh, so thank you. We have a neat little award that sits on our desk where we do <laughs> it our even podcast. Lights up. And it lights up. Uh, so it was a lot. It's a lot of fun. We've been joking about it quite a bit, but it's uh, you know, listen, it's a big deal for us. We're not good winners. No, we're <laughs> We've terrible. We've been joking winners. about it ever since. Yeah, we're not terrible. Win- we're terrible winners. Yeah. You know? So anyway, thank you for everyone who voted. Yes, thank you guys. Yeah. So we have uh, some sexy stuff to talk about. Fuck yeah, we do. Yeah. So you had one encounter. Well, of course, you had an encounter with Billy and I. Correct. And then I left and had to go run and do some errands while you had the opportunity to finish Billy off, essentially. Yeah. Uh, So you blew him. uh, (laughs) And then we had some shit we had to do. So you had to hurry up. Uh, But you had a chance to play with him again uh, Friday, uh, Saturday Saturday afternoon, right? Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So Saturday is the day that we went to the Toy Expo. And I was kind of already worked up from being there anyway, to be honest. Well, yeah, you were rubbing on like very real cock, you know, very, very, very real dildos what you were doing. I was just surrounded by sexiness and I was worked the fuck up. I mean, I remember leaving the toy show and like just being in this kind of flurried energy of just like I wanted to fuck. Well, you know, (laughs) first of all, there's a bunch of, you know, sexy folks running around and, you know, half naked people. And then there's the fucking vibrators and the dildos and all that shit. It's like, Jesus, it's, you know, it's overload. Well, what was so funny is so we leave the toy show and I'm like, hey, when do you think I should fuck Billy? Yeah. And you're like, well, we have a lot to do today. And I was like, I know, but I feel like this needs to be part of our Vegas itinerary. Yes, I understand we're here for business and to get shit done, but I want to fuck and be naughty. Yeah. Because up to this point, besides the blowjob thing, I yeah. hadn't been fucked by anyone but, but you but in me. Vegas. Right, exactly. Not that I want to be fucked by you, but you know what I mean? We're yeah. in Vegas. Like, I want to be a slut. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, we, we, we took a little time out of the agenda. And uh, you, I guess, text Billy and made some arrangements with him. And we had a couple of times as options because he was doing just a bunch of interviews as well. Yes, and he was, was like, very busy. Yeah, it was like we had like 30 minutes or it was much later in the night and we had too much shit to do. So we decided, fuck it, let's just go right now. I'll run and take care of some of the stuff I've got to take care of and you can go and have fun. Yeah, so I, uh, so we did. You stayed in the lobby again. This well, is I tried <laughs> to, but I, that didn't happen actually because there was a bunch of people outside. That's right. You got on the pulled patio. To talk to I got pulled outside, which was great. I got a chance again to talk to to folks like Mike from ASN and everybody that was involved, and met some really very cool people out there uh, and chatted with them for you know the the hour that you were gone. Well, while you were doing that, I walked to Billy's room Yes. and he opened the door and he was still in a towel. So he texted me and was like, yeah, I'm just getting in the shower. Come in five minutes. So I came and he was opened the door in his towel, looking very sexy. His hair is all wet. I love that look. (laughs) I can't help you with that. (laughs) You can't. You can't help me with the wet hair look, unfortunately. No, I can't help it. Wet scalp. I can do wet scalp. (laughs) It's just not the same. I know. (laughs) So anyway, he, you know, gives me a kiss and closes the door behind me. And what I really like about Billy is I feel like he's really sincere in like being excited to be with me well he totally well it's not just that he's excited he also appreciates the fact that you're there yeah you know like he's excited to see me yeah he's very appreciative of your presence which I really, really like because I feel like sometimes with single guys in the past, it's been like, okay, come in and we're going to fuck and like whatever. Like, I, obviously, I want to get my dick wet, but it's not necessarily about connecting with you or spending time with you. Right. And that's not ever how it is with Billy. Right. Every time that I've been with him in an intimate setting, it's like he likes that I am there with him. He appreciates me and it makes the entire thing so much more fun. Sure. I found myself giggling and laughing and joking with him throughout this entire thing. That was the theme of our interaction yeah. was just this very silly light kind of feel to the whole thing right. and it's because he started the interaction off in that way and he doesn't take himself terribly seriously he's a fun guy so yeah it makes sense so i come in he starts touching all over me and kissing on my neck at one point
point, he has me turned around. So we're kind of standing in the kitchen area of his bedroom or yeah. of his room. It's a, right. it's not a studio, I it's guess. A suite. Yeah, it was a suite, so there was a whole separate area. But we're standing next to the kitchen by the door. He spins me around and is grabbing on my tits over my shirt, grabbing on my pussy over my pants, and just getting me all sorts of fucking worked up. Well, you're already worked (laughs) up from the the novelty show. Yeah, it didn't take much, but it definitely helped that he's... And I I really liked... I think Billy is a very sensual guy. From my first couple of experiences with him, I I noticed that about him. He really likes sensual touch. Yeah. And he's not necessarily a rough person. Right. But he also has listened to our podcast. And from our first interaction, I told him I like it rougher. Right. So he was definitely kind of grabbing a little bit and digging his hands in a little bit, which I liked. A little because, more manhandling. Yeah. I don't think that's his natural state, but right. I think he was doing it because he knows I like it. So sure. once again, very thoughtful. Yeah. I, yeah. It's very appreciated. And so then he takes off his towel and I start rubbing his cock with my hand behind his back. We're still, you know, he's behind me. I'm facing away from him, but I've got my hand behind my back and I'm stroking his cock. And he starts to take my pants down a little bit and take my panties down, starts touching my pussy a little bit. I loved it. And I was immediately wet. For sure. Could feel myself wet already. I was so fucking turned on. And I was giggly and just really enjoying myself. It was really, really fun. And then we went into the bedroom and I, he, so I was on all fours on the bed and he kind of started to take my pants off right. from behind. So I kind of, you know, lifted one leg out and then the other, which was very sexy. It was like he was stripping me on the bed. Yeah. I liked that a lot. <laughs> and I took my tits out. And uh, so I like, I think I first lowered my bra and then he undid my bra. Right. And so we were on the bed and, and he's naked and I'm mostly naked at this point. And well, at first I, I did suck his cock a little bit in the the kitchen area before we went into the bedroom. So he was all hard and awesome. Um, So then we went in there and so I was on all fours and he told me to turn around and lay down on the bed on my back and started licking my pussy. And holy fuck, Billy is good at licking pussy. He's amazing. Excellent. Is that all you have to say? Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was really nice. So he is, I think because he's so sex positive, because he surrounds himself with people that are as well, and he's probably had a lot of women that provide him with a lot of feedback. That would be my guess as to why he's so good at this. But I mean, perfect pressure on the clit. He knows to spend most of the time on the clit. I fucking hate when guys just dart their tongue in and out of my fucking hole while they're eating me. Do you think that's going to do anything? It doesn't fucking do anything. Your tongue's not long enough to get me to orgasm with your fucking tongue. Well, I also get the impression that Billy's probably not just a guy who's getting direction and taking direction from women he's been with. He's probably asking questions. Yeah, probably. He. I mean, we didn't in this situation. I also think he was really good at remembering. It's been an entire year, keep in mind, since yeah. the last time that he ate my pussy. Almost to the day. So it's been a long fucking time. And yet he remembered what I liked from the previous time that we were together. I can right. tell that because he was doing the hard suction on my clit. He was spending the vast majority of the time on my clit. When he would lick, he would lick in like an upward flicking motion, which totally right. gets my me going. And I love it. It makes me moan like crazy. And yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that pays attention. He's going to pay attention to those details for sure. Yeah. So then at one point, he stopped licking my pussy. He made me come really, really hard. And then he stopped licking my pussy. He came up and put his cock like near my face. And of course, I'm going to suck it if it's right there. sure you are. Duh. (laughs) So I started sucking his cock and he was fingering me at the same time. Once again, focusing the majority of the time on my clit. Yeah. 
Just throwing that out there, people. The way it's supposed to be. I mean, maybe not for, not for everybody, woman, but, but for, for you. me, I like clitoral stimulation. So he's really, he is, you know, fingering me a little bit, but the majority of that time is spent massaging and kind of flicking and playing with my clit. He made me really close to coming again, just with the digital stimulation, which is not the norm for me right. as I'm just deep throating his cock and playing with his balls. And I also remember from last year that he likes that soft touch. He likes... You know, he doesn't like to be grabbed necessarily. So right. I was like rubbing my fingertips up and down his legs. I kind of gripped his ass from behind, but not hard. And once again, was kind of like gently massaging his ass while I'm going to town on his cock. And he really seemed to enjoy that. Yeah, I remember when we were sitting at the table uh, while you were on, on, under the table, actually sucking his cock and mine. He was taught, we were obviously having trying to have this conversation for his bonus episode. And he mentioned at one point he had to stop talking because you were running your fingers down his thighs. I remember you telling me that he, you remembered he, that he enjoyed that. Yeah. So obviously that's his thing for sure. Cause he literally lost, he couldn't speak. He lost <laughs> total train of thought and the ability to form words. Just kept going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like that. It was such yeah. a turn on. I loved it. Uh, so then he stops fingering me. I stopped sucking his cock he puts on a condom and he's like this is so sexy he was like are you ready to ride me but he says it with like this such sexy intent and this look on his face like he just wants my pussy and i'm like yes i do (laughs) (laughs) so he lays down on the bed he has his like head up on a pillow and i start riding his cock and i'm doing my booty bounce move and kind of you know picking up the pace and then slowing it down and then picking up the pace again and i have my hands on each side of his head so i can really propel myself on and off his cock i wanted to do a good job because it's like i only get to fuck billy once a year sure so i have to pull out the moves yeah put, right? taking the extra step and we're kissing the whole time once again sensual he's a very sensual guy wants to kiss me he has his hands running through my hair while i'm doing this whole thing super fucking hot right. i come ridiculously hard like my legs were shaking the whole nine yards nice great well so <laughs> Very, so you guys were, I mean, you were together for a Hold while. Hold on, it's not, I'm not done. I know. Oh, okay. Just saying, you guys were together for a while, and this entire time, I'm down at the patio talking to, trying to talk to like six or seven people and and not focus on the fact that you're like four buildings down fucking Billy. <laughs> right. So, of course, the whole time, my mind is, you know, my wheels are turning. I don't really know how long I'm there at this point, because I'm not like staring at my watch or anything, but it was clearly like time was ticking very slowly for me. It felt so, like it was crawling by. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. It's awesome. I'm sorry. No, it's great. I don't know why it's awesome for me, but I think I like the idea of you having that anticipatory buildup waiting yeah, for me. Yeah, it was super worked up just waiting. That's part of the turn on for me, like knowing that you're waiting down there for me. Yeah. And you're like watching for me to come around the corner to, you know, be done getting fucked. Exactly right. Oh, that's naughty. I love it. <laughs> So anyway, I finish riding him and he's like, I want to fuck you on top now. So I lay on my back. He gets on top of me and he starts burying himself into me. At one point, he has my legs propped up. So his like elbows are kind of up near the top of my body. Yeah. And he has my legs. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like that, like a frog. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't super sexy way to describe it. But like my knees are bent over his elbows. Yes. So I'm kind of like crunched up so he can really get a good angle and get super deep into my pussy and he is just banging me and we're saying all sorts of naughty shit to each other i'm like yes that feels so good i fucking love your cock it feels amazing and he's saying super naughty things right back at me once again leaning down every once in a while like make out with me stick his tongue in my mouth 
fucking loved it. And then I could tell he was about ready to come. And I love my favorite thing in the world. You know this because I say it to you all the time. My favorite thing is when is when I come at the same time as the person that I'm fucking. Yeah, like for we sure. come simultaneously. That turns me on like crazy. I don't know what it is. It's a mental thing, I think, more so than a like a physiological thing. Sure. But it fucking drives me crazy. And we totally did. We came, I came super hard. And what was great is I know sometimes I make guys come because I clench so hard when That's I it. orgasm. Yeah. But he actually started coming first. So I know that it wasn't that. Like I know he really was at the point of orgasm. I wasn't right. like, you know, tempting him to come with my, you know, clenching pussy. Well, I think that happens. It does happen more often than not, though, because that, you know, you're so, you're, you clench so you're, it's so strong yeah. that it's almost, for a lot of guys, it's impossible to not come, especially after you've been going for a while. Yeah. You know, so it makes sense it would happen fairly often, and it does. I almost think it was the opposite. I think he was so entranced in that moment. He had this incredibly erotic look on his face. Like, he was just so satiated, and I think that turned me on, and I think it made me go over the edge. Sure, absolutely. Which yeah. is very cool. No, he's definitely, uh, from what I remember even the last time when you guys were together last year, just very thoughtful in the process, and like I said, just very appreciative of your presence, which makes a huge difference. Yeah, and so he got off of me took off his condom. We sat on the bed for a little bit and just talked and touched each other. And I think another thing I really like about him is that he connects with people via touch. Right. You know, so I think of back to when we talked last episode about when I came in and you guys were still mid-interview. Yes. He immediately wanted to touch me. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing when I walked in the door today. Yes, he kisses me, but then immediately his hands are on me. Right. And then even after we have sex, we're sitting there on the edge of the bed and he wants to have his hands on me. And that felt good because it felt like he, once again, he was interested in that connection with me. It felt genuine. Yeah, that's a that seems to be the type of stimuli that he really... That represents him well. He like you know, obviously wants that. I saw it the minute you walked in the door when we were doing the interview. You came in, you gave me a kiss, and then you you uh, went over to say hello to him, and, and you gave him a kiss. And he was his hands were on you instantly. Yeah. Like while we were talking, yep. he was he was you know he and I were still having that conversation, but he was still very much engaged in the fact that you were there. Yeah. You know he pays attention to that. I enjoyed that a lot. I think Billy's just a good dude. Yes, he's sexy. Yes, I've had a crush on him for years, but it's more than that. Like I just think he's a genuinely good person and i think that bleeds through to the sex yeah for sure it's person well we talk about it all the time it's a personality thing it's not you know there has to be obviously some connection there's got to be an attraction i mean everybody knows that but that's not the most important thing particularly when we play with people whether it's couples or singles right there have been people that we weren't instantly attracted to necessarily that we ended up playing with because we just really genuinely enjoyed them as people and their character was amazing and you know their personalities were just off the chart and i mean i am very physically attracted to billy too right Right, but the personality is a big part of that. Yeah, it's the biggest part for sure. You know, it plays a big role in that. Yeah. You know, that that connective component is a big deal and the personality is a big part of that. Yeah. So So that was the sexy uh, Vegas Billy story. Yeah, so that, I mean, obviously your second interaction this past trip to Vegas with Billy was obviously awesome like your first one was, which is great. Uh, It seems like it's going to be an annual thing pretty much. Annual tradition. The slutty annual tradition. Yeah, Vegas in in January, I guess, is the deal. Although we will potentially be semi-close to him at some point this year. Yeah, we will. It's... uh, as we start traveling the last part of 2020 into 2021, we will be heading to the East Coast probably first, you know, as we depart. 
And so we'll be very close to where he is for yeah. sure. Yeah, that about that. Oh, probably earlier than January, but certainly the later part of 2020, early 2021. So maybe I'll see him again this year. You just yeah. never know. On his coast, possibly. So fun interaction. I'm glad we got to share it with you. Have to shout this out. If you are not already listening to the Man Horror Podcast, you absolutely should be. Billy Prasida, who is who we've been talking about, uh, hosts that particular podcast. And we can't say enough good things about it. It really is one of my personal favorite podcasts. And also Billy's friend. So, you know, we want to support him. Yeah. And if you haven't been listening to him, good luck catching up. He's got like 300 episodes. Yeah. And Ryan's going to be on one of them. Yeah. I don't know which one yet. We'll we'll shout that out when we uh, we have some more information from Billy. He's got a lot of interviews to edit and all that kind of stuff he interviewed a bunch of people in vegas so we'll we'll find out when he uh when he lets me know uh we'll see how it goes i enjoy talking to him i enjoy being interviewed by him it's the first time i've done an interview without you and it was interesting so you know uh we talked about a lot of weird shit so we'll see how it goes (laughs) i'm excited i have no idea what you talked about so i'm excited to hear it yeah it's gonna be good we'll see All right. Well, that was Vegas. That wraps up our two-parter of our Vegas trip. We have a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of stuff coming up. We really do. We have uh, an interview that will be coming out at some point, which we're very excited about. We also have my birthday weekend and your birthday weekend. Yep. Two weeks apart, or they're a week apart. So stay tuned for all of that. Mm -hmm. If you guys are listening to us on Apple Podcasts and haven't left a review yet, please consider doing so. It really helps us be more visible to people looking for podcasts, and it's a great way to support us in the show. You can also find us on social media at FP Swingers on both Twitter and Instagram. They are blowing the fuck up so make sure you jump on board yeah it's crazy and youtube uh, check out youtube we're about to do a new video for taboo toys we did some we did we reviewed some interesting toys an interesting company called sport fucker for those of you who have not checked that out the yet. The best name ever. Yeah, depending. Yeah, it could be. Until I guess. you have to talk about it on YouTube where you're not yeah. supposed to say like fucker. So, I don't know what is it, their SEO is going to be like, but <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, Sport Fucker is uh, a brand of toys geared towards men. Yes. It's it's really kind of interesting. They've got some very cool shit and they sent us some very cool shit. Yeah. So uh, we'll be doing a, a video there and, and YouTube's blowing up. It really is. So check it out and, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy that. Yeah. Our channel is just called Front Porch Swingers. Imagine that. So it yeah. should be very easy for you to find. We try to keep it simple here. And I think that's what we have for you guys this week, correct? Yeah, I think so. So look forward to the next few weeks. Going to be a lot of cool shit. Threesome on uh, on deck. So spoiler alert, should be a threesome coming up. We don't know which threesome. We're not 100% sure. Don't say. We're not 100% sure, but there will be well, a threesome. Well, no, we are 100% sure. We're just not going to tell our listeners yet. Well, we have a couple, there. Well, there may be a couple of options. we got to kind of play that by ear. Basically, we're going to be sluts for our birthdays. Sure, that's what yeah, Brian's trying to get yeah, out here. It, so That's basically what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> All right, so stay tuned for all of that fun. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. If you're anything like us, when we first started swinging, we really had no idea where to begin. And it can be really intimidating. And we have a great recommendation for you, which is to join Cassidy.com. Cassidy is a huge online platform that includes so many sexy swingers in your area, plus lots of local events to keep you up to date on all things lifestyle. And if you join Cassidy, you can find our community, Front Porch Swingers, and keep up with everything we are doing as well. So make sure you check out Cassidy.com today. Today.